how's it going <laughs> greetings yeah uh the greg here johnny is on vacation this week he is enjoying sunny florida with his family uh hopefully with a drink in his hand by now as his uh you know not really an infant but his child i mean she's she's approaching child age out of toddler into child um hopefully she's in bed and, and he and his wife are just uh, having a good time having a cocktail on a, a balcony or something like that so you don't, you don't uh, think he's watching this I, you know what i he's probably going to get an update uh i i tempted even just to not tell him that we were going to go live um or that we were doing a show and have him be like what what's happening how can this be <laughs> um but i needed passwords and stuff to be able to do this so i'm like hey guess what ken's going on um so uh anyway i'm hearing my own voice pipe through and that's annoying uh so yeah he he may hop on and say hello we'll see if he watches his own show when he's on vacation that'd be kind of i don't know is that is that arrogance i don't know um Anyway, so uh, I brought on Ken. Ken's back with us. He's been on the show before, friend of the show. We're going to be talking some movie stuff. But first, uh, please appease the internet gods and go ahead and like and subscribe. I'm going to put our link in the chat. Um, it's just johnnyandthegreg.com. Uh, if you want to go and like us on that uh, format, that is like the streaming format, the Podbean is what they call it. Um, so that gets us one. And then if you're watching us on the YouTubes, go ahead and uh, like us on the YouTubes. Uh, if you're watching us on the Facebooks, go ahead and like us on the Facebooks. And uh, to appease the other internet gods, uh, Ken, are you a fan of audiobooks at all? Absolutely am. I uh, actually do some uh, voiceover work for audiobooks every once in a while. You do? I love listening to them. I do. Oh, I do. wow. That is something that we will have to have you on a different show for. Because uh, we were just talking about that. John and I were talking about that. Like, how do people get involved in that? And I see TikToks of people that they have their, uh, even just like their laptop and like a hood with a, a, a iPad set up for the script. And they're, they're just narrating. And I think that it's, that is awesome. It's a lot easier to get into now than it was a couple, you know, yeah. even five, 10 years ago. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, we are partnered with Audible, which is, I think, the largest audiobook uh, place on the internets and in the world. Uh, so we're at audibletrial.com slash JATG. Uh, and you can go there and get hundreds of thousands of audiobooks. So have you, can you talk about, are you on Audible at all? Or have you I'm not on Audible. Books? Okay. Um, not there. That's uh, at least, uh, that's, that's the show. Right? Yeah. That's, so that's, that's what I, that's the Broadway of, of audiobooks. I would suspect. Right. Most uh, people have been doing it for a long time and you got a trial and error yeah. and you really get popular and it's, it's getting to know authors, authors that like you and, and they come and choose you again to, to do their stuff. So nice. Yeah. Well, here's what I would say is that people go get your audible, uh, your audible subscription right now at audibletrial.com slash JATG. You get 30 days, 30 days to get all the audio books that you can get. Uh, that's your subscription. Um, you, whatever you buy while you're on there, you get to keep. It's totally yours forever, even if you cancel your subscription to Audible. Um, but with that, you you get, you know, fantasy, mystery, drama, you know, every genre you can think of. You can get podcasts on there, and those are actually free. You can get podcasts like this on Audible. Uh, you can get educational material, edu educational, educational materials. You can get that on Audible where you're going to be, you know, just uh, getting some learning or some self-development and things like that. And all of that for 30 days on us. Uh, if you don't like it, cancel. And no, no hard feelings there. Um, 
But like I said, it's yours to keep. It's fantastic. So uh, again, audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Go check it out. So, yeah, driving down the road, man, even going, you know, you got traffic in your city, you listen to an audiobook. Uh, it's it's a wonderful thing. You get to get some reading in, get some get some more education in your head, <laughs> and still enjoy some uh, fantasy or fiction. The I do kind of that's what I miss. The one thing I miss uh, when my job eventually became uh, just totally remote is mm-hmm. I kind of missed a little bit of a commute. I, I had. Now I had a big commute at the last place I was at, which was about an hour. Uh, and the place I'm at when we were in the office, I had about 20 minutes, which was kind of that perfect bite size. And I could clear like a one hour podcast just about on my way home. And then on my way back or way to, way to work, way home. But then if I had a day where it's just like, Hey, I need to just block out the world. Cause I do like some data entry and stuff like that. I really got into just listening at my desk, uh, you know, putting a sign on the back of my chair that says Greg's working. And if you talk to Greg, he's going to get distracted. So I would, I would put on the headphones or put in the earbuds and just start killing, you know, podcasts and audiobooks as I press the buttons on the computer. So, yeah. <laughs> so we are here today and we're actually going to be talking about uh, our favorite fight scenes in in movies. And this is kind of, you know, you, you go through a lot of these. Oh, you can see my list right on there if I don't move it. Um, so we're talking about those, but you know, we, we came up with some lists. We tried to come up with some genres and it was, that was tough because how do you separate some of these? And yeah, you, oh man, you got a lot more than I did. I tried to limit myself a little bit because when you and I have done these list shows in the past, Rabbit I've got this, like this huge list and John's like, I came up with two. And I'm like, well, that's cool. But now it's just me talking the whole time. Um, so just yeah, a rabbit hole. So what, what do you want to, what do you want to hit up first? What do you want for a category first? I got swords up on top. Okay. Let's do sword. Yeah. That was my first two. Um, so these are sword fights. I mean, famous sword fights that uh, I'm guessing that we're going to have some crossover uh, being fan of films. And I do want to talk about you real quick. The reason I really thought of you, uh, when we, anytime we talk about movies, I, I think it can. And I thought growing up, I had some special gift of movie knowledge uh, because everybody said, Greg, you just know movies so well. And they would like, you know, of course, Greg works at the video store. Where else in town would Greg work? Um, all this stuff. And then one day I meet Ken Williams and you have knowledge that like tucked away in your brain, like, I can't believe like actors names, what they've been in, who they starred with and like 20 other projects that they've done. And I just don't have the brain space for that. So I immediately think of you anytime I have, I have a movie question or when we're looking for people to talk about movie stuff. So again, thank you for being on. Well, I appreciate Uh, that. You know, I, uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm an educator and an actor, so I mm -hmm. I don't make money. So um, (laughs) I have to have some sort of, ability to to showcase and that's yeah. what god gave me yeah that's your mutant ability is is <laughs> is movie knowledge to remember movie knowledge yeah. you off topic but when when we get or when people play uh uh trivia games about movies is it like you versus the rest of the room is that how they usually run it, it or do they or do they just not want to play with you <laughs> part of the reason part of the reason i i i do i mean i love movies and that's part of it and it sticks with me is because i grew up with a group of guys who are 
probably on, on, on the same level as me. I, and nice. there are a couple of guys I know that I've had to keep up with. And that usually keeps you on your toes when you're, when you're bouncing back and forth. I mean, but games we played, we do, you know, we do lines back and forth from different uh-huh. movies and switch it up. You'd have to name a character and then a movie and then another character and another. Oh movie yeah. Forth. That's, you know, those are, those are the, those are the games we played. We didn't always play. How do you, how do you Cause I have a similar game that we learned in line for a roller coaster in California. We call it film. And it's like horse where you're going, you're going back and forth. And then if you get stuck, then you get an F. And then eventually when yep. you spell film, you're out of the game. Is that, we is didn't that call film, but yeah, that was pretty much it. It was, it was, you name an actor, you have to name a film there and another actor mm-hmm. from that film and so yep. on and so forth until you get stuck. Yeah. And we did, we did have challenge rules where you could, you could challenge where like, if you said Bruce Willis and I said Die Hard and somebody goes challenge, then I have to name a different Bruce Willis film so they give them a chance if they can't name anybody else from Die Hard. So, um, yeah, or we no, could ch- yeah challenge back, right? If I said Bruce Willis and they didn't say, they could say challenge yeah. to me. Yep. And I'd yep. Have to, yeah. Wow. It's funny because it was literally we're to a random couple in line. We're at Disneyland. A random couple was playing this game, and I was kind of, kind of. They were like right behind us, and um, and they're like do you guys want to play? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. What's, what are you, what are you doing here? And they taught us the game and we it made the line go really quick and it was really cool. And we rode the coaster and we never saw them again, but this is, uh, yeah, yeah, 20 years did. later. And Johnny is on watching the show. Hey, buddy. Hey. Post what you're drinking there, John. And if you say water, I'm going to be disappointed. Um, all right. So yeah, before we got sidetracked on our sidetrack on our sidetrack, we've swords. Swords are the category. So as our guest, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, start with my top or my bottom? Uh, whatever you want. I, I didn't even put them in order. It was just whatever kind of hit me. All right. Well, this, this, is, this is my number one. This is the one I always, whenever we talk about uh, fights, especially sword fights, this is the one I always go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seijay Megia, Miyaguchi is his name versus some rando. Uh, as as Mufuni's trying to gather these guys together to fight uh, a local magistrate, seven samurai, seven samurai. Uh, yep. That that sword fight uh, that you know where the guy thinks he's he's got him, and he's like, no, it's a it's a tie, and he's like, no, I would have got you. And then he guy Zagochi, I believe is his name in the in the film. He says, okay, all right, I'm gonna show <laughs> yep. you. Yep. In five moves, the dude's on the ground. That's uh, that's a great scene, I, and I really. Um, as I was going through the films, I was trying to think of things that I know, like a lot of people that I would talk to, if I would say seven samurai beyond Ken Williams, people would be like, never heard of it. Um, but it is one of the best samurai film, if not the best samurai film, I think ever made. Um, and that is a fantastic one. Absolutely. Uh, I, I my the first one I have on my list, cause it's kind of the one that I think really hit me as a kid that I was like, this, this is, this is some real sword fights. Uh, Princess Bride, uh, Man in Black slash Wesley versus Inigo Montoya um, on the cliffs, you know, going around. And I saw there was a, a I've seen him on YouTube, but then there was also a, a documentary called Reclaiming the Blade. And it was all about, um, it was one of the first Netflix things I ever watched. It was a documentary about how swords, you know, came from, almost like a a weapon of war to almost a status symbol to now kind of this legendary thing that Mm -hmm. if you have a sword in your house, that is, that is a conversation piece. Um, And I have one hanging in my house and it is a conversation piece. People come up to like, is that a sword? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. 
and it's in like this spot where people can see it and they're like is it real i'm mm-hmm. like oh yeah it's a real sport um and but that was the thing the the expert in that uh, documentary said this is one of the best because they're literally fencing it's not yeah. there is stage combat of course involved but a lot of sword fights and this is tough where you can see guys that are literally attacking the sword instead of the person um and that's just the difference between stage combat versus real combat when it comes to sword fighting you can see that um and they said nope right here and here and here these guys are actually trying to hit each other and they're doing real defense and so that was a big thing beautiful it's on my list too I yeah. love that. I love that scene. And and the the banter and the back and forth. Oh, it's fan the swashbuckleriness the of it all is fantastic. And I, re- and I remember when the, when I sat down there's a there's a woman in my life um we Kathy is her name. Uh my kids call her Grandma Kathy. It's my mom's best friend. Um and she sat us down and they had two boys. She had two boys that were the same age as uh, my brother and I. And she sat us down and she said you guys are going to watch the Princess Bride and we were so Fred Savage just no cow <laughs> princess what is this we don't want to watch this and you know by the time you get to that fencing scene we're like i'm all in this is amazing this is an amazing movie um so yeah that that stuck with me so what That's else awesome. you got uh let's see here um i uh, picked this one um this is probably what i i, I like the movie was eh but I, I love some of the fight scenes and a lot of it was because of the swords and the way they reacted. This is from Troy. This is the Brad Pitt, Eric Bana. Oh yeah. Scene. Yep. I like that fight scene and I like the way they, they attack each other. And I thought it was very well choreographed mm-hmm. and, and choreographed was huge. And a lot of, uh, a lot of how to do sword and shield, which is mm-hmm. um, you don't see a lot of that done really well. I think in Hollywood films, it's mostly just hit the shield, hit the sword, yep. hit the shield, hit the sword. Um, and that was great. Brad Pitt in his kind of duck and weave style yeah. was was really cool. I like that one a lot. All right, what you got next? Um, next on my list is uh, Liam Neeson versus Tim Roth in Rob Roy. This, Did you, this is on a lot of lists. This it's, is you know this it's, is, it's a lot of people I talk to really like that. Really like that one. Now Rob Roy, which. I think has for me one of the most horrific rape scenes in a film, which is why I don't watch it a lot. I mean, right. it's, but it is a great film. And Tim Roth plays this uh, uh, foppish uh, Englishman who's using a very thin rapier type blade, very quick movements where Rob Roy is, he's a Scott Cutlass. Yeah. The huge basket hills. Um, and both of them are renowned fighters in their, mm-hmm. in their styles. And to see that fight at the end, oh man. And you know what? The movie's been out for 20 years, so I don't care if we talk about and spoil stuff for people. But um, when, when Liam Neeson just, he's stuck and he's been pinpricked like how many times? And then he just grabs it and kind of like pulls it out of him. And, you know, he's got the blood on his hands and then that cleaver just comes down. And you're like, oh man, fantastic. Yeah, I like that's a good, that's a great scene. I enjoy that one a lot. And Johnny has a pina colada. Pina colada. Pina colada. Very nice. You like pina coladas? Yeah. Uh, getting caught in the rain. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, so many, so many lists that was on. Fantastic, beautiful. Michelle, the Michelle Yo, Zi Zhang, the one where they're in mm-hmm. the in the temple. That that where. It took me a while. Beauty. It really took me a while. That one didn't hit me right away. 
Um, I remember watching it. Yeah, I remember watching it in the theater, but I was, gosh, uh, early 20s when that film came out. And I didn't, I had taken like a workshop in stage combat and I hadn't trained in martial arts yet. So I was just looking at it as this fight and I, I didn't quite get the floppy sword piece. Um, now I do. Now I watch and I'm like the, the level of control that she was supposed to have. And then oh. the, the, I mean, the legendary sword of like, this doesn't work just for anybody. That's like, it's like somebody trying to fight with Thor's hammer when they're only barely able to lift it. Right. And so that's what part of the story of it. It took, it just took me a while. I think it was the 20 year old brain where you're looking for all testosterone kind of fight. And here's this beautiful piece. Um, but now, yeah, I, w- I will YouTube that scene just for, just for, or that movie, just for that scene, just so go straight gorgeous. there and watch it and go pull. Oh, fantastic. So gorgeous. The way they attacked each other, Michelle Yeoh picking up different weapons and just showing how important that blade is. It's yeah. just a fantastic scene. Yep. Uh, next up for me, not one of my favorite films, but I like the fight scene is Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Um, I was going to ask, I was going to ask, are lightsabers counted here? I, I think so, because it is swordplay. And Johnny's even on the on the line here. He said, does uh, Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul count? And I would say yes. That's on um, my list. Yeah, that is, I, I think going back and watching the original star Wars films, episodes one, two, and three, where Alex Gallard was the sword master. And it's all very, I guess I'd say stiff um, kind of sword play, but fit the Hollywood motif at the time. And then as the legend of the Jedi grew through the novels and whatnot, and what George gave us, and I'm ashamed to say, I don't know who the fight choreographer was for, for episodes one, two, and three. But I know Ray Park definitely brought his own style and, and kind of that wushu, the, the, the Eastern style into it. Um, yeah. And just fantastic, beautiful. Um, the When you watch Obi-Wan versus Anakin and then you go and read the novelization and get like some of the subtext that you might not get as you're just watching the film and seeing the flashing lights and things like that. But mm-hmm. when you see what's going happening internally, Hey, how's it going? Uh, sorry, off camera. Um, see what's happening internally. And then all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, there's so much. And even the actors knew that part. So they're packing so much emotion into this right. fight. It is literally two brothers that feel betrayed. And you're, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it right now. Um, and then the again the kineticism and everything else that they do is just fantastic. I'm very much looking forward to Kenobi uh, or Obi Wan the the series to see how the they how they handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to see what's going on. There's, uh, a, there's a couple of characters I'm hoping will pop up in there. Yeah, me too. Me too. Very much so. Darth Maul. Maybe All right. Estes. Maybe. Maybe. I hope so. I've my son and I were talking about that. Is Cal going to be kind of brought in i said it'd be easy i mean the the mocap for the actor was it was his face i mean come on just bring him right in that's that's a sidetrack and a half so let's stick to the sword fights what do we what do you got next uh my next one it's 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 not a sword fight um per se but they are longer weapons with blades on them so i'm counting it okay Uh, probably my favorite movie um I'd say top top five all time. 
Okay. Uh, Last of the Mohicans at the end. Ooh. When, yeah. when, yep, when uh, West Studi takes on Russell Means mm-hmm. and, and Eric Schweig, uh, that whole sequence when he's chasing after yeah. uh, Cora yeah. is just amazing. Yeah, I did, you know what? That, that didn't even hit my lexicon when I was thinking about these fight scenes, but that is amazing. Really well shot. The music added so much to it. And then the what's photography? Oh yeah, just what Studi just what a badass. I mean, just and you didn't see that like at any other point in the film. I mean, you knew he was a warrior, but you didn't see him just open up like that and just take out dude after dude. And you're like, oh wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that weapon was that he had. Kind of that it was almost like a wooden thing. Is that the one I'm thinking of? The that that was Russell Means. Russell Means had the had the wooden. It was like a oh. wooden uh, stake with a with a spike coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that West Studi was the boat was the Mohawk, or not without the Mohawk. He was, was the Tomahawk, uh, right? The Algonquin. He had a Tomahawk in the. In yeah, a yeah, yeah. That's the. I was mixing my guys up there, but yeah, that 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 wooden thing with the spike on the end, and he does the West Studi's arm. <laughs> You're just like, oh, jeez. Yeah, fantastic. Um, next up for me is Mask of Zorro where it's Zorro versus the army where, where Antonio Banderas is snuck into the compound and it's the first point where you really see him be in full on Zorro fashion. And I just thought it was just a fun scene. I mean, everything, again, the music, the cinematography is he's fighting the two guys and, you know, it's almost ridiculous, but such swashbuckling fun. And I just had a blast with it. That's a great scene. I love that movie. I I, the, I think that movie's underrated. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I thought it was really well, uh, really well done. And I like Antonio Banderas as, the, as Zero. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great. What am I looking for here? Oh, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, my other, I mean, Princess Bride was on my list. Uh, Qui Gon and and Maul and, mm-hmm. and Obi was on my list. Uh, the other one that I was thinking was, um, uh, it was a movie called Hero. Oh, so much stuff from Hero. Yeah, there's there. Honestly, and it's one of those movies where I could name just about any of the, the yeah any of on this list could be. Mm-hmm. There's a sword fight in there that is just freaking amazing. Yeah, uh, that he take where he ends up like jabbing the guy in the eye, and it was just a, an amazing. If you like fight scenes, check out the whole movie. Yeah, are we the talking sword. about the one the the one of the swords had the rings kind of down mm-hmm. the back edge of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was amazing. I, I had, there was a, a time point, this was before streaming, and I would go to Comic-Cons, and there was one dude who had, like, Asian films, like, just the, the Asian release market where, you know, they hadn't come to America yet, and he would just cut me these crazy deals, and I'd go in and I'd buy, like, you know, 16, 20 films, and just bring them all back. So I had Hero, like, well before anybody around here had really even heard of it. And I'm like, guys, you got to see this movie. It's so good. Um, Fantastic. And Jet yeah. Li is just, the guy's just, he's, he's a beast. He's he a beast. Yep. And that's where I discovered Donnie Yen uh, was, was through getting those films. And I got a couple Donnie Yen things in here. We're, we're, but... we're going to get to Donnie Yen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't absolutely. Worry about, don't worry about that. Uh, Johnny's chiming in. Uh, he says Blade versus the girl assassin in Blade 2. Uh, that was good. I like that. And that's that was fun. the first kind of real mix of, I think CGI and live action that we had seen in a superhero film. 
mm-hmm. like with them kind of bounding around and things like that. So I think that was that was one of those things where if you're wondering if they could do superhero films like like we wanted to see them, not with just wire foo and the CGI really. It was again Guillermo del Toro is a great visionary for that kind of stuff. I'm, uh, uh, I'm looking. F- oh yeah, Nick Gillard. Okay, nice. The last I had on my sword list, and this was not an exhaustive list at all. I love the fight scene in the end in the the tall grass between Jim Caviezel and Guy Pierce in the Count of Monte Cristo. That's a um, great, uh, nice one. I think that is another underrated film. Um, yeah. I, I just, I thought everybody there was firing on all cylinders and Guy Pierce, who is a great actor, but you just loathed him in that film for being so despicable. Um, and Jim Caviezel, who I thought would go on to do more action and things like that, but uh, you know, that just wasn't the path he took, but his, his fencing in that film was fantastic. He had more, I mean, person, it was a person of interest. Yeah, he had that series for a while. Yeah. yeah, he had that series where he was he was like the ex black ops guy who, mm-hmm. you know, he, he but yeah, you're right. I thought he would you know, Passion of the Christ kind of kind of uh he took him off a lot of lists too. Yeah, I think he, I don't know blacklist would be the word I would use, but no, he just different. Yeah, he made some different choices, I think as yeah. an actor and you know, I could see him coming back and I could see him coming back as like a like almost a guest appearance on a, in a Marvel film where he still has that great face. He's a good actor and they'll bring him in as, you know, Cyclops's star jammer father or something mm-hmm. like that, but we'll see. Nice. All right. I think, uh, right. I think it's good for swords. swords. Good for swords. What are we go going knives? On? Go knives. Gonna, that's, that's next on my list. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. You go first this time. Okay. Knives was a little bit tougher for me to get. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have many, but I think probably your list will jog my memory on some. My number one, and I think this will be for a lot of people, I think Johnny's going to agree, is The Raid to Redemption. And this was tough because you and I were talking about we wanted them to have a U.S. theatrical release. Because honestly, in any of these categories, the Asian film market, pretty much blows most American films away right. and, and European films. Um, but I'm with a Raid to Redemption because it, it does have a theatrical release in America is where I saw it. There's at the end of the movie, there's a kitchen fight scene and it's the hero versus two guys. And they have the blades that they're holding and it's kind of got the curve on the outside. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, it is, it is beautiful. It is brutal. It is engaging. It almost is a story in itself where you have, you know, the, the, the rising action, the climax, the falling action. I mean, everything is in that, in, in that one scene and it is phenomenal. I've have you seen it? it? Have you seen it? I've seen it years, years mm. ago. I see it. I it's, don't have much. It's streaming either on Hulu or maybe prime right now or something like is that. that? check that movie out again it is so worth another watch i think when it first when it first came out so we're talking like six six years it's got six at years least, six or seven years ago. at least yeah so it's been a while uh mine first goes back a little further uh to the 80s okay um Ooh, this was I, f- I, I i'm gonna guess what it is i'll let you know all right well it's commando oh yep I, you know what? I saw that on someone else's list 
I, I couldn't remember the scene. I remember seeing like Arnold with the, the big knife and the bad guy who um, I can't remember is Bruce something. I think big Bruce, uh, Vernon, Vernon Wells is the actor. Oh, and, Vernon Wells. Okay. Yeah. Um, Australian, I believe. Yep. Uh, and I, I can remember seeing them and Vernon Wells in the supposed to look like chain mail, but I think it was crocheted or something like that. Right. Um, and I remember I can, I've got that picture in my mind, but I cannot remember the actual fight scene. Fight scene was pretty, it was, I mean, it was, it, it was, it was commando. It was the eighties. It was yeah. action movies, right? It was over the top. It was cliche. It was, it was him dodging bullets by lifting an arm and, you know, oh, yeah. it. but it was fantastic. It was so I gotta, I'm going to have to go back and watch all of commando. Cause I haven't seen it in so long. And I had the um, hugest crush on Alyssa Milano, so that was oh my- oh gosh, yeah, absolutely. That was that's maybe when she did that hockey poster, I think for the for the the Devils, and I was like, oh my gosh, what's that funny feeling? Um, so the next one is interesting. Uh, it's Viggo Mortensen versus a Russian gang in Eastern so- Promises, where Viggo is butt ass naked through the entire scene, and just eviscerating people. So in a hot tub or in, in a, a in a bathhouse, like a yeah. giant communal a bath Russian bathhouse. So, and I, just talk about the, 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 the trust and the ability in, in a camera crew yeah. and, in, and in stunt men to do that, to do it fully clothed, but much less. Nay, I don't care yeah. if the blades are blunt or not. I'm naked. Got, yeah. And you're yeah, swinging you're, at me. Yeah. That's, I hear that they're, uh, I can't remember what film it was. I thought Northman, but I didn't get to see Northman. So I'm not a hundred percent sure that there was another scene where it was like a naked fight scene and they just CG actors were covered and they CGI things in later. Nice. So I guess, sorry, I got teenagers over here. Um, teenagers. <laughs> um, but I thought, yeah, that was, uh, that was a great fight scene. Good knife fight scene. Great so. night fight scene. I've uh, the, the one there's another one from the 80s I got coming up, and I'm pretty sure it's probably the one you're thinking of. Uh, but I'm not going to hit that one yet. First, I'm going to hit uh, uh, this guy. He's not an action star, but he keeps popping up in the movies because he's fantastic. But Daniel Day Lewis versus Leo DiCaprio, Gangs in New York. Yeah, uh, that's a great fight scene. So many blades in that film, blades like just everywhere. Just, wow, learn how to work with those butcher knives was amazing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And he's got that apron just full of knives and things like that. That was yeah, and Daniel Day Lewis, of course he's gonna throw himself into whatever right. role he's doing. Um, but yeah, that was another great that whole battle scene is just really cool. Great to watch. Yeah. That's also in another section, uh brawl that yeah, we're brawl. <laughs> um one up for me, uh John Wick two. Uh, it was the scene in on the subway uh, yes. between Keanu Reeves and Common, yes. um, which I think the how that resolves itself. Hopefully, in John Wick Four, we get to see some more resolution to that. But yes, um, and John said uh, the warehouse scene in John Wick Three, uh, I think, is where he's in like a museum or a shop uh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's just grabbing they, knives everywhere. Yeah, throwing him in between their legs. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was that was good, but the that up close kind of kind of knife fight, I I really enjoyed that in in uh, in John Wick too. Yeah, that was that was uh, John Wick is another one that we could 
So many categories for that so many categories. particular one. Yeah. Uh, my son would be said, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this one, because this is one of his favorite. It was uh, the fight between Simu Lu and Andy Lee in Shang-Chi. Uh, he said he really liked that one. So I'll, I'll, I'll bump that one for him. I thought it was fun too. It was fun to watch those two. Uh, yeah. Simu didn't really have a knife, but it was close. No. Yeah. That close in type of fighting is, is always fun to watch. Um, where did I, did I put that? I'm trying to think of another one, but I can't remember where I put it. Okay. No, I put it in a different category. So, um, I, I think the one on your list that maybe is it under siege? Uh, no, I, I was going to put under siege. On See, that. I thought about that one. It's a good it, one because I remember as a, as a kid, I haven't seen it as an adult and I wonder if I'd enjoy it as much as an adult, Tommy Lee Jones and Steven Seagal. Um, it doesn't sound like it should work, <laughs> but I remember as a kid going, Whoa, I mean, cause I mean, you know, Steven Skull does know how to knife fight and Tommy Lee Jones, I think would just figured it out. Um, right. But there's, I remember there being a lot of slapping and fighting and blocking and then eventually a, a thumb to the eyeball. But um, that was one where I'm like, do I put it on there? Maybe I should, maybe I should wait on that one and see if I can rewatch it. But yeah, that you know. Also, when you're thinking about Tommy Lee Jones and 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 Steven Seagal, you're thinking of them uh, today. Uh, yeah, and that makes a difference, right? Because they're not the same people they were back then. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, my next one is the one from the '80s that I was thinking of was uh, a very quick knife fight scene, but uh, why is that a knife? That's a, knife. <laughs> That's a knife. I thought about that one. I don't. I didn't think we could count it as a fight, but it was definitely a standoff. <laughs> close enough. Yeah, close enough. Very or even the gator. Enough. You know, knife versus gator, where he sticks it in and then he puts his hand on top and just, yeah, yes. just pushes uh, it. We're talking about Crocodile Dundee. If you haven't seen that yes. movie, shame on you. You got to go back and check that out. You need to watch it. If you don't know that line, you don't. You know, you're, you're in trouble. Um. So one that I didn't put on my list but i'm gonna say it anyway and i don't even remember what the american release of it was but it was donnie yen oh i want to say it was full contact was maybe the name of it but donnie yen's got a collapsible baton and another guy's got a knife and like this guy is like a knife assassin like that's they've set him up in the film to do that and they have a hallway fight together and it's just amazing to, to watch what they're doing because they even get in it was one of the first movies that donnie Yen really brought in like um like judo and like mma style where they're doing some ground and pound kind of stuff and he integrated it in with the weapons fight and i was like Poof. but i knew if i and because i can't even had one name it had one name in uh one name in china one name in japan another one in the philippines and i think two names in the u.s and I can never keep them any any of them straight anyway. So flashpoint. That may have been it. Yep. That could have been it. But it was a fantastic, real kinetic kind of scene. All right. Uh next up on my list is Brawl. Is that on yours? Big, large. Oh, I, I do want to do a special shout out for knives, and that's wanted with James McAvoy and the exterminator. Uh the exterminator, oh. do you remember the guy? He was he was really handy with a knife. Yeah. He showed showed him a little bit. That's just a little shout out. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Brawl, uh, brawl, big. Uh, 
I took that as a different kind of category, actually. Uh oh. Yeah, this could be interesting. I took Brawl as like just pugilist, fisticuffs, not real martial arts style, oh. just just getting into it. No, I took I went for then for me, that's that's hand to hand. Okay. Well then I I did an army category, which is maybe what you're talking about. So let's, let's so we'll do hand to hand or your brawl first. Okay. And then we'll do big okay. group on group. So uh for me, the brawl, and there is a style to this, but it's it's not a it's not martial arts per se, how we think of it. Um I've got Rocky two, Apollo Creed versus Rocky. Is that on your list? Number one. Yep, just pounding the piss out of each other back and forth. That's number one. It's, yep. It was hard. It was hard uh, to to because for hand to hand, I tried to avoid the martial arts as yeah. much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's hard because they sneak in here. So I kind of have two different smaller categories in the hand. Yeah. Uh, but my number two, uh, which was one I love to watch. Um, so this is a movie from the seventies. Clint Eastwood. Uh, fighting uh, Walter Barnes was his name. Is uh, his name any was, which way, but any which way, but loose. His name yeah, was that... Tank Murdoch in the movie, and <laughs> and this was a guy he lost to earlier. And yeah, the whole movie was about him getting back into fighting, and at the end, I mean, it's just it's a lot of straight on shot. Yep, a pugilist. Close, yeah, very yep. pugilist style. Uh, that was uh, I love that I love that movie and that fight scene at the end where he, he the the hero doesn't win. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, it's great to watch the, yeah, that I thought about that one. Um, and I remember my dad watched that movie all the time. And I think it almost specifically one, he liked the monkey and two, um, that scene at the end where they're just literally beating the piss out of each other. Right. Um, next up on my list, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Keith David over a pair of sunglasses and they live. I came to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Yep. And I'm all out of gum. Uh, I like that one because it, there's a certain realistic piece to that where if anybody's actually been in any kind of fight before, you take a couple shots to the face. I mean, you're not like really with it right. <laughs> for a while. I mean, you got to shake some stuff off. And those guys are just throwing each other around. It's a fight. <laughs> I mean, it is a realistic fight. It is. And it's it fun is, to watch. And, I like the movie. and it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, next on my list is uh, Snatch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. In, the, in the ring or? It, no, the first fight when he, he challenges the guy <laughs> and, you know, he, he the guy's beating the snot out of him and he's falling yep. back against the thing, but he's pushing he's back up. Stretching and out. He, and he gets up and all of a sudden he says, all right, you take lump. You stay yep. until the job's done. And the guy comes at him and boom, just one shot spinning around. That was a, I love that scene. I love that scene. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That is fantastic. Uh, I'm going to go through the chat here. We got a little bit. um, Johnny says Batman versus the mutant leader, which I think they've done in an animation style, Um, but from dark Knight returns uh, where Batman has the famous Batman line of, this is an operating table and I'm the surgeon and he's just picking this guy apart. Uh, hey, Paul, good to see you, buddy. Um, he's got Ip Man, Raid Redemption. Any, yeah, Scott Atkins, who is a great uh, American 
actor. I think he's American. Maybe he's Canadian, but um, does not get enough love. He a lot of his stuff goes like direct to video, um, but fantastic fight scenes uh, out of that guy. He was actually when they were recasting Batman uh, before Ben Affleck. I was like, you could get Scott Atkins for a steal, yeah. in, in, in by Hollywood terms. Um, he's got a super square jaw. He looked great in the mask, and he can do his own stunts. Um, Dwayne, how's it going? Uh, Matrix. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to the Matrix in a little bit, but I understand what you're thinking on that. Uh, they live. They didn't pull any punches. That's true. Um, and then to more talk about it again. So, okay, good, good, good. Uh, let's see what I have next up for Brawl. Um, the original old boy the hallway okay. fight scene where he's just it's him and a hammer and you had this is the movie that invented the hallway fight scene right like you saw it you see it everywhere now which um, i'm gonna i gotta get to a couple of in, in, in few, i got and they're fun they're great one versus many and that's, yeah yeah um and it, it's it's really just one of those scenes where this guy it's i wouldn't call it a martial arts fight I mean, it is an Asian film and things like that, but it is just guys going for haymakers and and he's got a hammer <laughs> and he's just picking his way through this hallway. And if you wouldn't have seen the original, um, the, the update, the U.S. update, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It just was not anywhere near as tense and and crazy. As I the original honestly couldn't bring myself to watch the american update no um i might go back and watch it because you know brolin is fantastic as an actor i I really like him i hear that the it's more if you've seen old boy and you get to the climax of the film and you figure out what's going on i just don't know if i could bring myself to watch that again (laughs) so um that's why i think that's probably the real reason i didn't uh didn't take on that one scarlet witch and thanos getting together is just hard yeah yeah it's that's a hard watch um so what else you got for uh this was a this one's um a bit oh sorry are we keeping you up (laughs) um this one's a bit of a nostalgic one for me because i remember watching it when i was young and it kind of went out of my consciousness and then came back in a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, because i liked the actor and then I, i saw him again when he did uh, his next movie was called Next of Kin, but his first movie Ooh. was My Bodyguard. This was Adam Driver uh, in in his first role ever. Really, and I thought, yeah, it was it was inter- that was his introductory role, and um, he, the only real person to come out and have any kind of notoriety out of the film. Uh, and I just loved uh, the fight scene. There, so they had two fights with this this kid uh, hires this bodyguard because he keeps getting. Oh, I take that back. Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon's in it. Okay. I'm going to write this one down because I've never even heard of this. Film. Never heard of my bodyguard. So Matt Dillon oh. plays this. Uh, and, and again, this is, this is rose colored glasses on from a nostalgic time from long ago, man, uh, this kid goes to high school and this kid is just bullying him and bullying him. So he hires Adam driver, not Adam driver, Adam. Uh, I just said his name. Adam. Adam Dillon. Adam Dillon? No, Matt Dillon and Adam. Matt. Um, Oh my goodness. You said you said Adam Driver before. That's why I was kind of like I didn't meet Adam Driver. I meant I meant what am I saying here? His name just shot right out of my head. See, you gave me all these praises and <laughs> Adam Baldwin. Adam ba- thank you. Adam Baldwin. Um oh, were you talking Adam, from Firefly Adam Baldwin? 
uh, Firefly uh, next oh. to Ken and and he was yeah Jane yeah, oh, right. yeah look at him he's a child in this movie he is an asset for his first role uh, and there were two fights between him and this guy named Mike because Matt Dillon eventually hired his own bodyguard and just uh, the realism of of kid fighting uh, is evident here uh, and and it was a fun movie to watch wow you know I'm looking at the box cover it's a, it's a family feature um, and I can remember seeing the box at the video store but I never watched it. Huh. I might have to check that one out because I, I, I do like, uh, I do like um, Baldwin, Adam Baldwin yeah. as an actor. He's, he's done a lot of good stuff and it had been in so much stuff, like movies that you forgot he was in, but right. he played like Independence Day. You're like, you know, he's, he's got actually a pretty pivotal role in that movie. He really does. <clears throat> Usually a military guy. He's got another yep. movie coming out soon where he's a military guy, but he, he did. He actually narrated a book um, available on audible.com, which you can get 30 days free through audibletrial.com slash JATG. Uh, it is uh, Tom Stranger Intergalactic or Interdimensional Insurance Agent. Uh, it's a comedy book, but he narrates it and uh, fantastic. Hilarious stuff. Hilarious. Go check that one out. That's um, funny firefly was out jane he's just was freaking hilarious i oh, see i've come to a new I, I yes firefly is fantastic i think i'm at the point now where i don't think firefly would be what it is if it hadn't got canceled like if it got another season i think it would have gone the way of like cleopatra 2929 okay i could see that so it, 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 it the reason it's the reason us brown coats are still excited about it is yes. because it was such a short lived. Yep. I heard about some of the plans um, that Joss Whedon had, and it wouldn't have gone well. <laughs> I don't think it well, would have gone well. I know, I know with Serenity, he got he got to some of those plans. And I think yeah. I think um, that worked better as a movie. I agree. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. trying to stretch that over a TV series would have been a little more difficult and challenging, mm -hmm. uh, especially if, 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 uh, people would have started talking about his abusive nature prior yeah. to the show coming yeah. to an end. So I'm, I'm glad it was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. We can hold it near and dear to our hearts for what it is. Um, my last kind of brawl is what I call it. Just the fist of cuffs. And it kind of skirts the line of martial arts a little bit. Um, Robert Downey Jr. In Sherlock Holmes, the first Sherlock Holmes film, he's pit fighting. Where he's uh, talking where, about it and yeah where he's literally planning out the fight and i think that one sticks with me as much as it does because we had we hadn't seen that or at least i hadn't seen that in in any movie before where because fighting is a science and you do need to plan and you need to know your opponent and you know when you're watching a boxing match like a true boxing match these guys have studied their opponent to no end yep. um you know watching films get you know having having the people they spar against you have to fight like this guy and here's sherlock going okay i know what's going to happen here and then boom 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 and the fight's over and you're like oh ooh, that's pretty cool i like yeah, that that was pretty cool so so that was my my other brawl kind of category so yeah, do you, you got another one that would fit into brawl or uh not that not until we start getting into more more 
Eastern Asian mm-hmm. martial arts. Well, that's, that's, let's head there because that's the next on my list is literally martial arts. So okay. it it is literally guys that it's just a different style. They've had the training. Yeah. You can see where they're bringing in, you know, it's not just fisticuffs. It's not just right. pugilists. It's, it's more. Um, so what's your number one or what's the first on your list you want to talk about? The, you know, I, I teach um, at my school. I usually do a combat section mm-hmm. uh, and we focus on hand to hand. We fo- focus on short sword and we show, focus on staff. Uh, and, and one of the ones I, there's, there's, there's another movie I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Um, uh, and it's one that we could, uh, again, any category, but this is the one I always, almost always show. It's the fight between Bruce Lee uh, and Chuck Norris in the way of the dragon. Mm-hmm. I love this fight scene. Uh, I love the respect they have for each other. I love mm-hmm. the ends. I love the cat meowing in the middle. I love everything <laughs> about it. I really had a hard time with some of those like seventies era martial arts films i mean they're great i mean uh, seven deadly venoms uh any of the shaolin lines um i have a hard time actually watching them a little bit now because of the way some of the fights were shot where it's like four movements stop maybe five or six movements stop and i'm like no man just keep it going keep it flowing um and that's why i i mean because like enter the dragon there's so many fights in there things like that and even even going back to some of the early Von Damme films like Bloodsport and stuff like that, where it's obviously done in the style of that Bruce Lee style. Um, I didn't put them on my list, but I kind of yeah, regret Bloodsport's it. on my list. Yeah. I kind of regret it. Uh, the first one I had up is the first of the series called the raid um, where okay. we, we had the raid two of the ninth fight, but the first raid film, it's an interesting, interesting setup where I, <laughs> I think I've talked about this maybe before on the show. I watched two. I was by myself. Wife and kids were gone. I had the, you know, had the TV to myself. I'm watching man stuff. And so first movie I watched was the raid. The setup for the raid is that it is a group of cops. There is a, an apartment building, a multi-level apartment building where they are running drugs and just organized crime out of this building. And on the top penthouse floor is the crime Lord. The cops go in, they need to, they're, they're planning on getting to the top, arresting the guy and getting out. They get locked in and then on every floor are criminals. And so the, the guy's like, hey, take out the cops and they have to fight their way through multi-levels up to, to eventually escape this building. It is pretty much the same plot as Judge Dredd, the, the uh, reboot of Judge Dredd starring Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. I watched both of those movies on the same night. And what's interesting is uh, they're two movies completely developed independently of each other. Like, it, I think they went through a lawsuit to see, like, how did this happen? Like, you made our movie. No, you made our movie. And they were just literally developed independently of each other. Judge Dredd was actually finished first, okay. but the raid came out first. And it's just weird. I watched them both on the same night. So when I'm watching the Judge Dredd, I'm like, I, th- I think I just watched this film. And I didn't enjoy Judge Dredd as much as I should have um, because I just watched the raid. Right. Um, but anyway, in the raid, uh, the martial arts action, and it, it was another hallway fight uh, coming in and out of different apartment uh, apartment uh, sections, you know, bashing through a door, bash through the wall, bash through the other door. Um, just fantastic and brutal. 
Uh, this next movie that I'm going to talk about uh, yeah. is actually in two different categories uh, here. And then one category that I, 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 I put uh, one against many. So that's where you have one. Okay. Yep. Uh, and I think we'll, we'll save that for a little bit, but uh, the protector starring Tony oh, Jaa. Yes. Uh, this is the fight scene in the, in the temple with the capoeira, capoeira guy. Yep. Uh, wow. That, yeah. First of all, Tony Jaa is another one where we, there, there isn't much. Just fantastic. I'm surprised he didn't cross over really more into the American market. Um, yeah. I heard he really struggled with English, which was part of the reason he couldn't really cross over. And now I believe he's probably in his mid forties or something like that. So not a spring chicken, um, but man, that guy, he, the air he would catch, I mean, just his leaps. And of course he's doing all of his own stunts. Cause it's, it's either Filipino or Thai. I can't remember, but um just amazing just amazing yeah yeah so i i I have one of his movies on my list here that we're gonna get to i'm but yeah sure it's also on my list but yeah the protector Um, if you haven't seen it go see fantastic it's fantastic one of my favorite fight scenes of all time is coming up here we're going to talk about it and it's probably one of my favorite of all time well the next on my list and it's martial arts and does fit into your one versus many is Donnie Yen in the first Ip Man movie where it is versus the 10 black belts, the 10 Japanese. And he's, uh, uh, he's from China. Uh, Japan has invaded China and they're occupying and he's a grandmaster martial arts guy. And he's been reduced to just how do I feed my family? How do I do this? And he sees what's happening to his people. And he's like, pick your best 10 and just, Oh, the one there's one scene where he's just doing these wing chung quick punches which is a very stylized just and you see the guy's face like almost cave as as he's on the ground and you're like oh and they didn't speed that up like no. that that no, is just... that is donnie yen just being donnie yen and just so quick and oh an amazing fighter and he just makes it look so easy um but yeah, that if if you haven't seen Ipman first, the entire series is great. Um, but go go look up uh, Ipman versus the Ten Black Belts and just watch that scene. Oh, oh, an amazing scene! Over a bag of rice, over a bag of rice, and just yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. That was great. That was we watched that movie uh, during during uh, the combat training I do with my students. Yeah, oh, from from top oh, to God. finish. The training he does at the beginning is just beautiful and well and the uh i love the first i mean the first real scene where he like he's in his house and he dismisses his family and he beats a guy almost was it a reed or a feather yeah or some kind of thing where the guy's like literally trying to kill him and he's like well we'll just do this and just catching the guy left and right not really hurting him but catching him mm, great movie um i got a couple that are a little more mainstream a little more okay. obvious uh, the first one is the Born Identity, uh, Matt Damon, yep. the pen scene. Yep, um, that's on my list. That's, that's the last one I put down. The apartment fight. Uh, uh-huh. And what really, what I really love about that is at that point in, in Matt Damon's acting career. And keep in mind that you know I'm probably early twenties when this came out. Um, maybe I think. What year was that? <laughs> uh. Um, late 90s is coming in my head but i don't think so i think it maybe it was like 2000 2002 oh 2002 okay so i'm 
uh, I'm 24 in 2002 and, and Matt Damon had transitioned or this was the movie that made me transition from who is this pretty boy? Yeah. You know, um, who's always the jerk in every movie. Yeah. He, he's yeah. the, he's the yeah, asshole good, or he's the pretty boy or he's hunting, whatever. Yeah. Goodwill hunting. And you're like, you know, didn't, didn't like Matt Damon. It was almost like if, if you had your man card, you had to hate Matt Damon at that point. Um, and then this movie came out. We're like, shit okay. that was really cool yeah. and you know it started like he takes out the cops and then like by the bench and you're like oh okay well and then he does this fight scene where he kicks the shit out of a guy with a pen wow yeah. <laughs> and you're like okay okay I'm that was in. something that was I'm something yeah yeah i love that scene i love that scene what you got next uh well i gotta get back to my list because i went into imdb <laughs> There it is. Um, so a- another one people might not have heard of. I did have to look it up to make sure it had a, a U.S. release. It's a Jackie Chan film called Who Am I? Um, and it's actually an Australian film. It's a, a, a joint venture for him. But he has a scene on a rooftop. And it's two guys, one that is all fists and one that is all legs. And he's taking them both on. Um, and it's got that classic Jackie Chan kind of comedy piece and then it gets super serious and then it goes right back to the comedy just in that again that jackie chan style that no one has really in my opinion perfected since uh since then and no it's just it's just one of those amazing fight scenes where you're like man how did they shoot these long takes and and just perfectly um so it was really really cool fight scene well, my yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen that one. I've heard about it. It's a it strange there. film. I mean, he's a cop who loses his memory, and then he's starting to get it back. But there's this: <laughs> he loses his memory in Africa, is kind of adopted by a, a tribe that nurses him back to health, and then all of a sudden he's into a rally race, like yeah, de- desert rally race, and you're like, where are we going with this? And then it snaps back to him being like a super spy, and you're like. Okay, no, that's okay. I, I'm with it. I'm with it. And it's got, of course, great stunts through the whole thing. Yeah. It's Jackie Chan. It's Jackie Chan. Yeah. Uh, the other one that was on my list from Jackie Chan, I'll move to Jackie Chan, Operation Condor, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the latter scene in there, which I thought was uh, pretty fantastic to watch. Uh, he, I mean, I, honestly, with Jackie Chan, I mean, Legend of the Drunken Master, Operation yeah. Condor. Uh, even even in Cannonball Run, I remember seeing oh, seeing that yeah, that first yeah. movement with him doing a kick up in the air, and it was like, okay, this guy's this guy's nuts. And I hate to say it, but uh, it, oh gosh, I can't, Shaolin Cowboy was that the the one he did with the uh, Shanghai Knights? Shanghai Knights. There you go. Shang or Shanghai. I love that movie. Shanghai was that the Knights first? Shang- first one was, was no. Shang was High Noon. Shanghai High Noon. noon. Shanghai Noon, that's what it was, where he, he, he takes the rope and ties it around a horseshoe. And yeah. then, yeah, I soft weapons are so much fun. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm getting the feeling they want something. My family wants something. What do they want? My dice bag. What do you need my dice bag for? Uh-oh. Oh. Not the dice bag. Don't take the dice bag. I know. My, I got to go back to my D&D shelf back here. Uh, someone has a homework project they got to finish. So there you go. Um, so yeah yeah the soft weapon stuff i i thought about um 
a category for just random weapons or improvised weapons but that that's a rabbit that's why i'm like this is a rabbit hole we could make so many Absolutely. categories out of this um Absolutely. so i well uh i think was it your turn or my turn i don't know you go ahead uh you actually you i just did operation mm. condor and Jack mm -hmm. okay so here's my other tony job film uh on back three uh oh, oh, three okay uh, yeah i went back to three which the on back series is really interesting storytelling yeah. wise it's 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 a karmic storyline so it's the same hero reincarnated through three films but they go mm -hmm. backward in time so the right. first one is the most recent. Then you got one, and this one is as far back as it goes. And he's a uh, he's a prince of this uh, uh, Taiwanese tribe, and he has to earn his his uh, kingship. He's got to earn his princess. So he takes on three different fighters in three different styles. And I just thought it it, it was a showcase for Tony Jaa to be able to do this. Like we've mentioned, he is so good. Um, but yeah, the the ritual, the three fighters ritual. I just really got such a kick out of that one. Mm. But even you mentioned it, it's a similar thing in the protector. And uh, even what I liked about the protector is that he he did uh, Kali or Screamin', which is the Taiwanese stick fighting, which I studied for a while. Um, and I thought seeing that on film was fantastic. But uh, yeah, and and we already talked about Born Identity, so that that takes up my martial arts. And we can I got to touch on one point for the martial arts, but you go ahead. Well, but I'll do I'll do one more and it's it's one that you know it's the matrix it's it's uh Neo versus um uh, Agent Smith it's uh, yep uh, Keanu and, and Hugo and uh, it, it just it, it was it was it was well it was a, a taut well choreographed mm -hmm. fight um great use of strings and it, it was uh it was a blast to watch mm -hmm. so that was actually the one I wanted to mention too and I, I it's almost like got a caveat for me now um when it came out and I saw it and I was so impressed with the entire film, uh, specifically because the Wachowskis made sure that they're actors. And this is why, this is why martial arts films, this is why the Asian film market really dominates a lot of these action scenes. I think for yeah. us is because American directors don't trust their actors to really make these look good. So they, they do these tricks where they, you can tell they speed the camera up a, a couple different frames. They do like, they keep the camera like really, really close and tight. So you can't actually see some of the action um, or it's just shaky cam. And you're like, what's, what's going on? Where in that Asian style where they pull the camera back, you get to see the actors do their thing. Um, and the Wachowskis tried to mimic that, or, or they used that style with, within Matrix. Now, uh, when Matrix came out, like I said, I was super impressed. Keanu was doing his thing. Um, uh, Morpheus, uh, uh, that actor. Um, doing, Lawrence doing Lawrence Fishburne, thank you. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, both of them looking awesome, doing their fight scenes. Yeah. And then I started to study martial arts. And within like... You know, my I was probably like a mid belt at that point, and I watched it again, and I was like, mm, I can do a lot of this now, and I think I can do it higher, faster, and with better form. So that I loved it, and I still like it, but it definitely changed my perspective on it a little bit. And I wonder if it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing, like with a, a, a guitar player who, you know can jam out and then all of a sudden you're watching other guitar players and you're like, well, 
I'm a little less impressed than I used to be because I know how to do that now. So I, I think that's uh, that's colored my view of the Matrix a little bit. Okay. It's unfortunate. It's kind of unfortunate, yeah. but I mean, it, it became harder to impress me a little bit. I think with with some of the the action films as soon as I trained up a little bit. Yeah. But, um, not that I could do it now. It's been about twelve years since I trained, but um, but that was something for me. Like when when Neo does the kick holds it out and kind of moves it aside and drops it. I was like, well, I could get, he like, that should be up by your head to make it look really cool. And then I'm like, yeah, eh. anyway, I know maybe, maybe I'm just too hard on poor Keanu, but still like um, there is one so more. That, I forgot to mention. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. The last dragon, the last fight between Shona. Oh yeah. And, uh, and Bruce Leroy. Okay, yeah, no, I had to, I, I I was thinking, I was thinking Enter Dragon the Dragon. Bruce Lee. No, I was thinking Dragon the Bruce Lee story. Oh no, Who'd instead you, of Last Dragon, but Last Barry Gordon's Last Dragon. Yeah, you know who's the master? Yeah, show enough, show enough, and love that movie is so chaotic, and you're like, how did this get made? Like, who? I mean, other than Barry Gordon, who obviously put up the millions to make it, but it is so off. And like, you want to use 70s disco music, <laughs> ancient 70s style kung fu movies, and yep. put them together and have afros everywhere. And afros, and like, of course, the, the totally evil, balding white uh, record executive. Oh, it You're just, just beautiful. It's, it is so much cheese. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've actually met. Mac, uh the guy who played uh bruce lee he was at a comic-con um and i bought a i bought he was there with a t-shirt company actually uh because they produced like a whole line of last dragon t-shirts so i got my show enough you know that that actor he's got the the hands out and um and he was there he was like setting up and he, and he was gonna be like selling pictures and stuff like that but uh he he was like hey man uh, what's going on i was like hey i just bought a t-shirt from these guys and and you're here so i talked to him about martial arts and stuff he very cool guy very cool nice um so my next up category i had i called it army uh and I, it was really just a mass of people yeah fighting another mass of people yep <laughs> and because there's a lot of a lot of pieces to there i mean it's almost like the uh the catch-all in some in some respects, but um, kind of to set the tone for that category, the first one I had was the uh, Romans versus Germania in Gladiator. Gladiator, first one, yeah. <clears throat> like the just thousands of extras, the troop movements, um, even like history buffs will watch that and be like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. I mean, there's just so much going on in that in that section of the film. Yeah. There's a there's a couple of movies like that I have in my list, but I think I'm going to go in a different direction uh, okay. than you there, and I'm going to say uh, Anchorman. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I love you that. Scene. Absolutely right. That got really got out of hand there. I really oh. took it up a notch. Where, Rick, where'd you get a hand grenade? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that scene was fantastic. Oh, and the way it built. I mean, yeah. it's first it's two, and then by the time you get to Tim Robbins coming in from public news, um, taking a taking a break from their pledge drive. Beautiful, such <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful. Oh, scene. that's fantastic. 
Um, next on my list, I've got Saving Private Ryan, The Invasion of Normandy. Um, man, I mean, what when that movie came out and you heard that there were World War II vets that had to get up and walk out of the theater because that's how real that that section was. Um, to them, yeah. yeah, they're like, nope, I was there and it's like that. I can't do it. And they had to get up and walk out and come back later. Um, it's weird that we watch it for the, like entertainment value, but I, uh, man, I've, I've seen newsreels like colorized newsreels and stuff like that, that Spielberg just went, we're going to make that yeah. and, and make that as real as it can get to, um, not just for entertainment purposes, but so people can really see this is what it was like. And um, and if it was half as bad as that, the fact that they were oh my gosh. to continue further into France. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, by the time Tom Hanks gets his troops up and they actually kind of get their shit together to start mounting an offensive, you're like, how much fight is left in these guys? Right. Um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. That'd be crazy. So what else uh, you got for? I got a couple more. Braveheart. Braveheart yeah. is one of my favorite movies of all time. Battle of Hastings. Battle, uh, Battle of Sterling. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Great speech right in the beginning. Um, super false, but still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there was no it's a great scene in, yeah. in, in the movie, but whatever. whatever. I, I love the, and this is just fun, but like the movie mistakes of like, here he's got the sword on his back, here it's in his hand, right. here it's on his, his back hand. again, back his hand. Um, and you definitely don't want to watch the fight in slow motion because uh, the oh. cutscenes are, you know, you can you can see every the editor like, wasn't paying like, a whole like lot just, of close attention. Just two guys like bumping into each other, right? Or a truck in the background or something, right? <laughs> Where you're like, what? But um, considering the amount of extras they had, it was oh huge. But and, it was, it, and at the time, it was fantastic until until Gladiator came along, which yeah. was my number one. And that first fight scene where it was just absolutely gorgeous from start to finish. Yeah. And you can watch that one in slow motion and it looks picture perfect. Yeah. Uh, almost picture perfect from start to end. Fantastic. Both. Yeah. Of them. I mean, I'll watch both of those. Right. Whatever. Um, next up on my list is one that hit me as a kid was uh, the battle of Hoth in empire strikes back. Um, you got a little bit of air combat in there. You got armored troop movement. And then you've got infantry and I don't know, just something about it. You know, good. It yeah. was a good watch. Good way to yeah. open a film. Great way to open a film. And, and, and that entire movie, what, what are the, what are the good guys doing in that movie? Running. They spend running. the whole movie running and they're Absolutely. losing at the end. Yep. Yep. That's why they, it was, it was uh, at that point they knew they were going to be making a trilogy out of it and, yeah. and they could do that, but man, it was like, Whoa, really? This is how we're going to end this. This yeah. is, there's, that's messed yeah. up. The bad guys post, are winning. Is there a post credit scene? What's going on? Yeah, really? No, nope, not then. <laughs> not, mm-hmm. not, not at that time. Which leads me to my next one, which is, of course, uh, the nerdgasm of Endgame and the Avengers Assembly. Yeah, I think I think you were with me in the theater when uh, when that whole thing happened, and you know, we saw the hammer get lifted. Oh, we heard oh. we heard the on your left. Oh. and I'm happy. I mean. I'm happy it was us. I'm happy it was us in my small little gathering where we were still hooping and hollering, but we knew when to shut up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> where right. the big theater, I mean, you see videos of that. Everybody's screaming for five minutes. I'm like, Shh, you're missing some important dialogue here, yeah. people. Sit down. Um, which is why I love my hometown theater. Yeah. Props to Matt. 
Um, next up on mine, um, a little bit different. Uh, the sub battle in U five seven one. Okay. Where, and and I couldn't narrow it down to one particular battle because as soon as they get in the German sub, that movie just doesn't stop. I mean, it is just one thing after another. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when they're when they're pushing the sub to its absolute depth depth limit, and one guy, I think it was in this film, uh, where he's like, "Hey, don't lean against the bulkhead." because the the shock wave from the depth charge can break your spine and he's like oh and you i mean and i knew jack about submarine warfare at that point so that was i was like is that true and then of course the internet was a thing at that time so then i was like doing all this research on sub battles um but that's just another fun film for me to watch uh and and terrifying absolutely terrifying well, that's what made it so great. The tense, uh, that one, uh, das, uh, das Boot was another das one. Boot, yeah. Uh, where you're you're just sitting here watching these guys, knowing at any second, uh, one wrong move, one wrong moment, one one explosion, mm-hmm. and they're toast. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're done. Absolutely. Right? There's nothing you can do. I mean, no, no one survives. If you get out sub. of the sub, you're going to yeah. get the bends on the way up. I mean, yeah. you know, or you're not going to, you're not going to be able to hold your breath that long, right? No. And I, re- I remember Das Boot when I, back when I worked in the video store, it was a double taper. It was a two VHS tape box. And you're trying to tell people, Hey, this is a really good film. They're not it. Like no one was in it for a three hour film no. at, at, at that, at that time. Nowadays, if a movie doesn't hit two hours, you're like, what are we doing here? Um, especially, and if it's an epic, you're like, you better be doing two and a half, three. Right. But at the time, a double taper, they're like, I'm not in it for that. A, a was, double taper, subtitled. It was the 60s, right? I mean, because we we had or the, in the early, even the 30s and 40s. I mean, uh, uh, Gone with the Wind was was three right. hours, right? Intermission. So it was it had no problem back then, and also in the 60s came. Like, no, we need to move faster. We want to get it. Yeah. Get it in and out. Move it. Move it along. I see that happening with like my kids and, and you know, the, the TikTok generation where it's like, everything needs to be short and digestible. And you, I'm like, guys, no, sit down and watch an entire film, <laughs> put your right. phone away, watch an entire film. Yep. And the only way I can get them to do that is when we're in a theater because <laughs> they know better. <laughs> you can't leave. Yeah. Uh, all right. Another, another uh, nerdgasm ready player one. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Was was you talking about fun. the end? The end scene. The or... end scene where they're yep. outside the castle, and you got to look for all the different. You know, you can see mm-hmm. uh, Master Chief and and everybody else. And, that what yeah. Iron Giant shows Iron up. Iron Giant. Yeah. Liked it. Liked it a lot. Victim of reading the book probably six times, seven Not times before the movie the came book, out. Obviously, yeah. You know the, I, and I'm sure it was just a rights issue why why couldn't you get ultraman kind of stuff like that but right. the gundam was cool um but yeah the knowing what happened in the book and then seeing what they could get on screen but still i think it's a fun movie that's one of my like i'll fold laundry to that film like if i need right. something to just be on as i'm doing stuff around the house i will turn on ready player one because the music's yes. great you know it is it's all a fun the stuff. story yeah uh next up for me uh the battle of the second death star and return of the jedi um you've you've got you've got the internal battle going with with darth and luke uh but then the space battle was just i'm a sucker for a good dogfight movie i really am and so if if spaceships are involved it's even better um but yeah i i watched top gun the other night just to kind of prep myself for for next weekend 
uh, with Maverick coming out. And I forget, my wife, Chris and I were watching and we're like, man, this movie doesn't, I mean, it takes some pretty big leaps in terms of narration and, and like developing character and story. Like Top Gun's only like a nine week, eight week, nine week program. But our hero meets a girl, finds out he's an instructor, sleeps with her, falls in love in like eight weeks. And you're like, right. Does it happen that f- I don't know. I don't know about that. But well, uh, when you're when you're living your life uh, oh, quarter yeah. a mile at a time. <laughs> that's going, true. You know, that's true. 250 miles an hour. Right. Yeah. Writing writing checks that your body can't that cash. your body can't cash. What are you gonna do? Is that actor still alive? That the the general, the guy who was the he, principal. I believe he is, but I, I think he's too old. And that's why they got Ed Harris to come back. Okay, uh, and yeah. play and play the role. Uh, but I, I believe he is still alive. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe he died. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Anyway, um, well, do you have anything else for that category? I've got a couple. Uh, no, we start to head into one versus many for me. All right. Well, I did. What else did I leave with here? Uh, I got Ben Hur in the chariot race. Okay. That's, 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 uh, you could do a one versus many on that. I goes, mm-hmm. I, I guess, but uh, I was thinking of just like the mass chaos of that. But I can't imagine what it was like to shoot that. I mean, that was yeah. a pretty big, pretty big uh, feat at the time. Um, and one Marshall even said it here in the chat. Uh, what's up, Marshall? And I totally agree with him. 300 i mean the battle scene in 300 oh, um so cool so cool to watch so right? just cool i mean completely stylized so stylized but if you ever read 300 which was a graphic novel before mm-hmm. it's literally like you you can just hold up the graphic novel to your tv and side by side that thing. it is fantastic but they so. couldn't recreate it like rise rise of the what was it? 300 rise of the empire or rise. Of whatever yeah. It was. No, it just, it never, it, it, there were a couple click. other movies that tried to do it. And it yeah. just, it, it, that movie, it was bottle. It was lightning in a bottle and it was, it, it was really was. Watch. Yep. And it still is. I mean, I think it holds up uh, oh, yeah. as far as a movie goes. Um, yeah. Very cool. So what else do you, you see that you're one versus many here. What do you got? Well, the, the first one I have is uh, from the protector. And if you remember, it's the scene where he goes into the, it's the long shot. It's a continuous shot. It's about a five minute sequence of mm-hmm. him just going up this building and taking on different people all the way up. Uh, just an amazing scene it's, with the amount of people that he did and all the stunts that they did. It was fantastic. And I think that was one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the shots where he cleared, there's like a stack of, um, not drywall, but like, like osb board or, or some kind of thing where it's like an eight foot expanse stacked up and he clears it like he runs clears it and puts a knee into a guy's chest and you're like oh, how did he do? i mean no wires nothing like that nothing, he's just no. pure athleticism absolutely <clears throat> uh marshall said ninja assassin the warehouse scene uh okay. that yeah that was another didn't expect Ninja Assassin to hit quite as hard as it did. Um, but that was another great one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of my one versus many. I got uh, you keep thinking. Yeah, what, I'll keep yeah, saying. Yeah, what, so, what else you got? Number two. 
Oh, uh, is it the, the elevator scene? The elevator scene, yeah. Winter Soldier. That was that was brilliant. <clears throat> that almost made my brawl category because that, that was it? yeah. That, I, well, anybody, I, I get, yeah, it's it, it makes sense. Does anybody want to get out? And just right. you're like, oh, oh, you're screwed. The whole lot of you. You're so you're just done. You're just done. The, uh, the the other one that I know this isn't a movie, but I had to mention it because old boy you mentioned old boy but the daredevil hallway scene uh in yeah, episode that, two of season uh, one yeah johnny brought that up earlier yeah earlier in the chat here but hallway scene i mean it became like a it's like a staple now you gotta have a hallway fight scene yeah and i, re- I remember watching <laughs> there's a scene in the first raid film where he literally bounces the guy off like a door frame like his head he just goes boom, 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 like three times down that exact same scene i saw in green arrow the the the, the series the and i was like oh this is a cool it boom, boom. i'm like oh they stole that from the raid <laughs> but still it's cool it's flat it's sincerest form of flattery <clears throat> and then uh don't say anakin versus the children that doesn't count no no <laughs> that one i i, I was Left thinking that one out it. but no, iron man three uh, Iron Man three, I thought that was a great scene. His oh, the, Iron Man when he, mm-hmm. he he didn't have his suit and he had to go in and get into the uh, into the the fortress and he fought all the guys and then uh, that's one of my favorites. And then Ip Man versus the Ten. Yeah, yep. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, what are the? I really liked Neo in the second where he for the first versus the smiths yeah um i thought that was pretty good uh good use of cgi versus uh, uh combined with practical yeah um, at the time at the time it doesn't hold, it doesn't hold up now. yeah it didn't really hold up now at the time it was great it was fun to watch yeah so I, we don't have to stay there i mean i've got two other categories that i have here. yeah what else did you have i mean i'm, I'm out of stuff which is my rare. other two categories were uh, guns gunfights Okay, yeah. Dog fights and space battles. Okay, good. Let's talk about those because I got some gunfights. Okay. Um Uh, go ahead. Okay, so the first one that I think of for gunfights, um small film, almost almost independent. Maybe in fact it might be independent, called Equilibrium with Christian Bale. Yep. And it was one of the first times I think I saw what has come to be known as gun foo which is a mix of like martial arts uh, blocking. I mean, they're, they're literally like pointing the gun out and moving it around and doing wrist manipulations as they're firing off rounds. Mm-hmm. The gun kata is what they call it in the film. Yep. I like that movie. I, th- I think it is an underrated movie too. I, I, when I did, when I taught high school and we did a film section, I would, I would show sections of that film Um or you know, you know what? I even showed it when we were the giver when I was doing middle school stuff because of the emotional manipulation and things like that. Yeah, um, it's a good premise. It is. Uh, my number one for this section. It was hard to pick. There were so many, but um, a movie called True Romance. At mm. the end there, mm-hmm. uh, this this stand I did just an amazing <laughs> sequence of of everybody shooting everywhere and and the the chaotic nature of gunfire and and how loud it is and how much can mess with you that was yeah that was my number one 
I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the lobby fight scene from the first Matrix film. The, That's we yeah. we need lots of guns and again very Asian style like just loaded to the teeth grab a gun throw it away grab a gun throw it away um just a lot of fun you know lots of fun. I, lots of lots of bang bang explodies in that one um great use of guns yeah yep uh well and you know chow young fat he was known for his gunplay in a lot of asian right. films but uh um oh gosh i just lost the name of the film it's not the replacements uh oh gotta kill me i'm gonna have to look it up um but he did a a film that was just it was all gunplay like that's what he was known for yeah um showing fat (laughs) oh imdb you're so funny he's known for pirates of the caribbean at world's end he's like a major international movie star and they picked the one american film the replacement killers is that what you're thinking of no, it's not. Um, great film, oh. but no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Um, it's much oh, earlier in his career. Hard boiled. Hard yes, hard boiled. That's, that's right. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, great film. Good, good gunplay kind of film. Um, John, I mean, John Wick. I mean, you gotta like lots when John gunplay in there and shocking gunplay. Like that was. When the movie opens, when the, when the assassins come to his house, uh, and oh no no, am I thinking of this right? Which one? They, they sat with well, the the assassins didn't come to his house in the first one. No no no, that's and that's why I'm I'm getting confused. Um, whenever he, it's in the first film. Whenever he eventually gets his guns out again, yeah, and finds them, and you're like, well, how's this gonna go? And just the the quickness of it all the throw a guy down shoot him in the head get another guy shoot him in the head you're just like this doesn't happen in america what, what's happening here? <laughs> just the <laughs> the kinetic uh kinetics of it all you're just like whoa that's fantastic one of my favorites um something a little it wasn't wasn't not that speedy not fast like john wick but going back to saving private ryan that sniper fight oh uh, yeah was just the, the tension and the slow build mm-hmm. And the trying to find each other and Caparzo on the ground getting shot. Well, yeah. I thought that was a, I thought it was a really great scene. Well, in that case, even going to uh, not ooh, damn it, Russian snipers, Jude Law. Oh, yeah, Jude Law and uh, um, and Ed Harris. Um, yeah, it was called. What, what is that film? It was called. I'm cheating because I can't remember there. It was called, but I know which one you're talking about. It was called the, where are you? That's not it. Spy, let me see. Something enemy, isn't it? Yeah. Enemy, enemy at the gates or something. Enemy like at that. the gates. Yeah. Cause I want to say enemy of the state, but that's not it. That's uh that's the Will Smith film. But I think that's, that's what it is. I think it's enemy at the gates. Yeah, that was a great. Yeah, just the yeah, enemy at the gates. Battle of Stalingrad, right? Yeah, yep. Oh, and, Fiennes, yeah. I got to look at the chat more because Marshall's he's on. Oh, it. He chimed in. Oh, thank he you. did. Yeah, thank you, Marshall. Um, Desperado, Antonio oh, Banderas. Oh, 
so much good gunplay in that film. Uh, the, the, you know, right away where, you know, he's, he's at the bar, got Cheech Marin on the other side. Yeah. And the, and the guitar case just kind of creaks uh, open. Yeah. That's just so much fun. I just remember him coming around the corner. And oh, man. Like, there's no way you're, you're just, able to aim that thing at all. Yeah. Just jealous of his hair. <laughs> just everything. Blowing and deadly. The hair. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. I my hair. <laughs> I lost my. Didn't Watch cans, man. Um, um, what else young you guns. Young guns. Yes, I was going to mention guns. that. Yeah, the the. I love that scene. The the last scene where mm-hmm. they pops they out of the, the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's a great. That's a great one. I tried showing that to my kids. They were not interested. They, they didn't care like, about young guns. Nope, just not not enough. I think by today's standards. It's too bad. I love a good yeah. western. Well, and they, I mean, they got to the point where they, uh, where Chavez got him high on whatever <laughs> they were drinking. Peyote. Hey, it was a peyote. You know, we're in the spirit world. Like, spirit world. They're Water. like, nope, we're done. Nope. <laughs> when the guy pukes a little bit, she's like, I oh, know, I'm done. She got up and left. <laughs> like, okay, uh, I'm a, I'm a pugilist. <laughs> um. Let's, Speaking of westerns, also Butch Cassidy and the Sundance. Butch Cassidy and Sundance. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, That's another movie I watched a couple times as a kid, mm. but I got to go back and watch again because that's classic. It is. Um, Boondock Saints. Just a little bit. All over the place. What you need a fucking rope for? Yeah. Well, you never know. All of a sudden, yep, there's. and, And the way William Defoe is like, these are trained professional killers and they're just like getting lucky everywhere. Love that. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. That's great. Another one of my favorite Reservoir Dogs, the end of Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the standoff at the end of that was pretty I, Again, another movie I need to watch as an adult because I I barely have memory of watching it as a kid. Oh, really? Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, so many Westerns. I mean, you, we could go off. Uh, one that I will, everybody says Tombstone. Tombstone's a great film. Tombstone. Uh, but the Western that I will stop and watch more often is Eldorado. Or, I'm sorry. No, not Eldorado. Silverado. Silverado. Silverado with Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. It's like Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yep. Just all those guys. Brian uh, Dennehy. I'm, I'm more Tombstone myself. I really? love Silverado, but, but. Man, Val Kilmer. Well, yeah, yeah, I can't. That's fantastic. That is really and, good. And just uh, all day long. All day the because Kevin Costner's like spent a lot of time training that hat. I mean, just he kept going back to that. I was like, that's pretty good. That's I like that. All uh, right. Uh, another movie that uh, have you seen? The Way of the Gun. Uh, yes. This, no. uh the only scene I really remember is Sarah Silverman getting just popped in the nose by Ryan Philippi. <laughs> by Ryan Philippi. Uh, yeah. But I remember I, Ryan Philippi, uh, Benicio del Toro, right? Benicio del Toro, Ryan Philippi, yeah. And uh, and really, that's all I remember from the film. I remember watching uh, it, um, but that uh, was the, the scene that stuck with me. One of the greatest lines. I, I, I don't even feel like I can say it if there's kids watching, but. Uh, eh, no, <laughs> no. You tell, tell that cunt to shut up before I come over there and fuck start her head. Yeah. That was 
like, what did he yeah, just the say? Ins- the insults in the film are just like, what did he just say? But the yes. end, at the end, they're at this 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 abandoned hotel motel, and there's this gunfight that goes on, and they just get they get their asses kicked. That's right. It's a yeah. lot to watch. Yeah, um, it's kind of coming back to me. I got to go back and watch that film. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other other good gunplay. There I'm was one. Got that while there's there's two that I'm thinking of, they're a little more stylized. It was uh, Guns Akimbo, with um, I you know I liked Guns Akimbo, I really did. Yeah, um, that was a good movie. No one, it's again, Daniel Radcliffe, like he made all of his Underrated. Harry Potter money and said, "I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want." I don't and care. Yeah, he's like, I'm not making a living anymore. Yeah. I'm just doing this because I'm an actor. Right. Uh, and he's fabulous. I mean, I love yeah. horns. And then he did Guns Akimbo. And I'm like, this is great. Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, and actually, if it's in the romantic comedy area, but uh, the new one, the Sandra Bullock, uh, Channing Tatum thing, Lost Island, I think it's called. We just watched mm-hmm. it on uh, Paramount. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe plays the bad guy. And he's hilarious. Like that's any actor that can break out of harry potter the way he's done is like yeah he's good he's he's a legitimate yeah. actor i truly believe he will have an oscar by the time he's 50 i agree he's fantastic uh and then the other one is I forget the name, clive owen um, shooter is that it yeah oh no uh, shoot him up shoot him up yep shoot him up. uh shooter is mark Wahlberg shooters playing mark Wahlberg. the assassin um uh, pretty good um shoot him but up shoot him shoot him up no kind a, of plot none None. Just running around and shooting the entire time. That's all. That's and then with Paul Giamatti, which I did not buy. I did not buy him in that role at all. Love you, Paul. You're a great actor, but as like the the marksman bad guy, I didn't get it. No. Um, I, I, my wife and I sat down to watch that film, and we lost her when she got to the very uh, specialized prostitute, um, played by Monica Bellucci, I believe. Yeah um yeah yeah we got to that scene and she's like i'm done i'm and out she, yep just done i thought we were loser at a guy getting killed with a carrot but nope just <laughs> done after that <laughs> i was like where are you going don't you know what i'll finish okay yeah and i finished watching it going i shouldn't have did that that was didn't didn't need to watch that there yeah there was no redeeming value <laughs> to that movie but it yeah. was a lot of guns yeah a lot of guns and that's i mean you know, like like the bad boy series i like the bad boy series but there's nothing really creative with the gun in there so i mean it's it's just pow pow bang bang right um so you got to have something special yep. like like i'll be your huckleberry or something like that um and now that i'm thinking about quick and the dead that was a fairly creative gunplay i did like quick and the dead yeah um and not not a gun movie per se but i liked the science around it because they talk a lot about it, about shooting, um, is the first Reacher film uh, with uh, Tom Cruise, where they that was, talk a lot about marksmanship. And yep. so that, uh, I, I wouldn't put it in like favorite fight scenes as far as gun battles go, but um, but not bad. I mean, I liked, I liked the I would pop that one that. in one versus many, though. That first fight scene on the street with the five guys. Oh, yeah. Where he's, that's, he's, that's a fun fight. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's, he's like, okay, here's what's how is it? Here's how it's gonna go down. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do this. You're like, 
<laughs> the two guys at the end, he's like, really? Seriously? Did you, did you watch Reacher, the series? I did. Oh, loved it. Absolutely I thought it was great. It. Yeah. The guy was, the guy was stiff as all get out. Um, but that's Reacher. But I think, I think it worked for Reacher. Yeah. I've seen so, him in other things. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but um, he's a good actor. I like him. He was actually, yeah. he was Hawk in uh, the Teen Titans series. Okay. So where he's got a little bit more personality and anger issues, but still. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah. Oh, of Titans? Reacher. Oh, no, of Reacher. Sorry. I'm like, Titans yeah. has got like four seasons though. No. But you should watch. It's pretty good. Slow to start. Slow to, like really finds itself, I think, in two and a half to three. But all right. So that's uh, probably pretty good for guns. You said you had one more? Uh, dog fights, space battles. Dog fights, yeah. I did I didn't do as much dog fights, but I wanted to because I like I, I like a good dog fight film. I mean Top Gun. <clears throat> yeah. That that movie changed me as a young man and and uh, I'm so looking forward to Maverick because I remember being on the playground, uh, running around and deciding who was going to be Maverick, who was going to be Goose, who was going to be Cougar, who's <laughs> going to be, you know, who's going to be Hollywood, who's going to be Wolfman, not knowing what a boner was, but yeah, really. they were talking about Wolfman getting a boner because mm. of something. I'm just some, some kid had to be Merlin and you're like, Damn. some kid had to be Merlin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just. That that movie was was fantastic, and mm -hmm. uh, the fight scenes in there were uh, yeah. Until you get, you get a little bit old, you realize that they're doing a lot of the same scenes yep. and rehashing them. But it was still fun, and so fun to watch. It's we were like we were streaming it on Friday, and I was for a minute there. I'm like, is the grainy film quality just like how they shot it, or is it just not streaming well? And I think it's just how they shot it. Um, yeah because they were doing aerial combat and they didn't have great cameras for that at the time. Um, so I'm really looking forward to what they're going to pull off. And then they, oh. they do a lot. They do a lot of live photography. Like, like you're going to see things in Maverick that you're going to think that has to be CGI and it's not. Um, no, thank you. To, they... Thank you to James Cameron for his development in cameras more right. than film. Uh, Cause that's where he really makes his money. Marshall says red tails. Um, Love I like Red, Red Tails. Tails. Yeah. I liked Red Tails. I liked I liked um Tuskegee Airmen better. Yeah, Tuskegee Airmen was good. Um that's that's why I was gonna follow that one up. And Red Tails, another it was one of those George Lucas films where people like Buddy stick to Star Wars. I was like, I didn't I didn't think it was that bad, but um no. aerial combat film that I really like, um Memphis Bell. Not not a kinetic kind of fight, but aerial combat, none the same. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like I like Memphis Bell. I did too. I like that one. That was good. Uh, I even liked Iron Eagle. Eagle, yeah. Uh, you can't not like Iron Eagle. Kid of the eighties. He's got his got his tape deck strapped to his thigh. Where'd it go? Um, Louis Gossett Jr. I come on. I don't know the name of the song, but I know the opening. Running where the boys run free, burning up the sky. Like I can hear it. I can hear that song in my head. Uh, okay. I can I see that. Story. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, Lou's got Chappie. And he's all, <laughs> he's got to put in the Chappie's dead tape and rescue his dad, played by, oh, uh, it was um, Mark, Mark, because uh, he he had a whole series of movies too. Yeah. Uh, and he just passed not too long ago. Nope. I got to, I got to cheat. Yeah, me too. 
if I can spell eagle right. Uh, Tim Thomerson. Tim Thomerson. Yep, that's yep. One of those character actors that you see in just about every it, other eighties film. A lot of militaries. Yeah. A lot of military. Yep. A lot of military characters. <clears throat> so I'm trying to think. Another. I mean, there was. You know, I, I like. I like the Battle of Pearl Harbor in Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor. The rest of the movie was kind of shitty. Um, but you know, you got to see the Pearl Harbor piece, which was. You know, anytime you can recreate history like that, I'm kind of in for it. Um, well, I liked. I liked Midway. Midway was wasn't bad. Midway. <clears throat> wait wait which one uh the newer one the newer um one? The, yeah the I one bit midway but battle of midway was was good too um tor, tor, tor. i don't think i've ever seen tor 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 you've never seen tor 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 i don't think so i i know what it is i i can again see the box in my head i don't think i've ever really watched it this shows you both sides and it's it's wow it's yeah you know it's it's an older movie it's it's yeah it's black and white cheesy right? and it's it, uh maybe, maybe? 60s. i can't remember uh, but it's a great movie and just tension all around and yeah it really shows that you know japan wasn't this big dominating imperialist i mean they were imperialistic and they had taken them but so were we <laughs> but so are we and, mm-hmm. and they were they were they they knew what they were doing and they were a little nervous to do it but they yeah just a great movie great movie I dig that one. I, I, World War II. I love World, World War II era. Well, that's kind of. My grandpa was shot down three times. Uh, uh, he he flew B two bombers and he was really? shot down in the, the Battle of Midway. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How do you, did they just did he bail and they they pick him up or what was uh, the B two bombers were so big that they would take shots and they would just I mean. They would glide down. He said he landed huh. on landed on the ocean at one point. Was able to swim out, jumped wow. out uh, once and parachuted. And he said Good it was more, com- more common than you thought. Well, I, I've heard the ocean floor, the specific, is just littered with planes and just all uh, the planes and ships and everything else. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, taking it further out, yeah, um, the Space last starfighter. Oh, fantastic! I love that. Oh, the death blossom, the death blossom. Thank you. Uh, I've, I've heard of so many false starts on a reboot for that series. Um, that would be phenomenal. I think that that, that would, would I do have a, a star command t-shirt that I wear out every once in a while. Um, Cause man, that, that was a great film. I love that film. <clears throat> and then star Wars. You can't. Star, yeah. Star Wars. I mean, it's the, the battle of Yavin, the, I just saw a thing the other day that says Han Solo as a character uh, eventually comes face to face with Darth Vader after he uh, shows up. He's got a droid that Vader built with Vader's daughter. Uh, It just had this list of where Han, you know, he shot Vader out of the sky. Right. And all this list of things. And then he's like, I'm going to freeze him on carbon. I'm like, no, he probably would have killed him. He would have been like, this motherfucker right here. Yeah, this, this, he's a pain in my ass. Yep. Uh, but that was good. Yeah, I mean, and, and Star Wars was known for that. I, I, did you ever read the uh, the Rogue Squadron novel series? I never got to that series, no. Oh, man, so good. Right? And like written by someone who was learned in aerial combat. Like, yeah. 
I had to look things up as I was reading that series as they're like, because they're naming aerial combat maneuvers. And you're like, well, what's that? What's that? And, and, and actually now just rewatching um, Top Gun on Friday, there was a couple scenes where they're in like that big video room where they're like, do this, do that. Or when she comes up and says, nope, the right move here is this. They're using those terms that I was reading in, in, uh, in Rogue Squad. Um, That's awesome. Hope that series, I think it's a series or is it a movie? Either way, I hope it gets made because I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think they're talking, they're talking about Rogue Squad, Rogue Squadron. It was the woman who did Wonder Woman, I thought was going to do it. Yeah. Patty Jenkins. And then I don't know if she's still in or if she's out, but it's, it's in, in development, like for now, they just, that's what they call it. Um, but other Wing, Wing Commander, see, yeah, Wing Commander. I did, yeah. Had such high hopes for it. It was horrible. It was, it was a so bad, bad, bad it was movie. Abysmal. But even the, even the, I mean, I played the games. Like there yeah. was a, it was a game on the 3DO, starring Mark Hamill as Tom as uh, the main character, and and the guy. Uh, uh, Tom Wilson was Maniac Martin. He he was the the wingman, um, and they were great. They were they were shot on green screen, um, and they had the was it the Kill Raffi? I believe was the name Kill of the Raffi. bad guys. Um, they had a they had a puppet. They had a man in suit with a puppet head, and you know he was cheesy as hell, but it was good, and you liked it. And then you do like space combat in between. Um, but yeah, yeah, abysmal kind of movie. High hopes. Such high hopes. I like Saffron yep. Burroughs. I like. Yep. I even like Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So I, I mean, outside of Star Wars, it's hard to think of some of those space combat films. I remember liking the opening scene, the space combat scene from Lost in Space, the William Hurt. The William uh, Hurt one, yeah. Yep. That that was pretty good. They had some cool ship design in there. That was Star good. Trek had some moments. Oh yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek had some great moments. Um, I was I was thinking like like man fighters, not so much starship. Right. But but he, what I liked about even some of the later Star Wars films is that they did get into like the capital ships, like almost like battleships fighting each other and, yep. and using those kind of those kind of maneuvers. Yeah, I can't think of any more space that I would even see with the internet. Battlestar Galactica was a TV show. And then back then, I mean, if we go TV shows, Buck Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they they talk about, they bring up Dune. I'm like, there's no space battles in Dune. Stupid. I mean, they're all technically space battles, but... <laughs> not in ships they're all space battles they were all um space battles. titan ae actually that was a pretty good movie oh yeah that was a bad that was one of those you're like it got lost in the disney yeah disney-ness of things um but it's right up there with uh, uh treasure planet those two came out about the same time and we mentioned serenity serenity's got some pretty cool space battle scene it in does there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just I that's not what I 
I, I try not to think about it too much because <laughs> I'm a feather on the wind. Watch how I soar. Yeah. Anytime somebody makes a joke like that on the internet, I'm like, too soon, buddy. Too soon. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I mean, you cover the Star Trek films. You cover Star Wars. Last Starfighter is the number one on most of these lists right now because um, it was just that good. Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's a, there's a, I, as far as fighting goes, there's, there's a couple of people that I would still follow. Jeff Speakman was somebody I was a big fan. I was always a big fan. Yeah, of. He had the quick hands, uh, he had very whatever, quick his, hands. whatever his Kempo. style was. Was it Kempo? Kempo. Uh, and then, you know, we talked about hero, but fearless was another one. Yeah. I, I like fearless I really a lot. That was that was he he said it was going to be his last um Wuxia film which is that yep. historical wire foo yep and then he he got sick um and like hasn't done a lot since then nope. i think he's better now but it's almost like he got like lyme's disease or something like that mm-hmm. and it really he lost a lot of weight and yeah and it got a little scary there for a little bit <laughs> yeah uh enters game that's a that's a good space battle movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, I kind of forgot about that. And, it, and it's another one of those films that my wife really likes it. She'll watch that one just about any time. But uh, the the troop movements and everything else, pretty cool. I mean, what's the way? It was a Jupiter ascending. No, uh, what's the one with um... Independence Day? <laughs> well, Independence Day was was not bad, but no, this was. Uh... Jupiter oh, Ascending's got Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. That, it had some space battles in it, didn't it? Did it? Am I remember correctly? Wasn't it? I've the, honestly blocked that movie out of my... It wasn't great. I'm not saying it's, it would be on my list, but... Just it was one of those films like space. we're supposed to have a lot of prior knowledge. Right. And we didn't. And then no. you could tell it was very much set up like we're going to do a series of films out of here. And then they did. And it never happened. It never Nope, happened. never came to be. All right. Well, we have been on for a while now, so I think we can call it there. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Always a good time. Um, Very well. Can I make a plug real quick? Yeah. So, um, as you know, I'm also an actor. Yeah. What do you got? I've been on stage in three years because of this pandemic. I'm doing Shakespeare in the Park with Optimus Theater. Optimus Theater dot org is the place to go. R E uh, for theater. E R. Uh, this will be running from June 18th through August 7th at different parks throughout the Milwaukee area. We're doing 12th night. Come check oh, it out. Ooh, very nice. All right. Well, go ahead and, and check Ken out if you're in the uh, in the area, which I think most of our listeners and watchers are. Um, so make a, make a night out of that. Make a good date night out of that. Very cool. Well, thanks for coming again. Always a good time. And thanks for having we, me. We will call it out. Thanks, guys. See you guys later. Bye-bye.